Hello, welcome to our podcast. So now you want a baby? I'm Nicole. I'm Brian. We're back. We missed a week and we're a day late, but we didn't leave you completely hanging. Um, to say it bluntly, it's been the longest week of my life. <laughs> it hasn't been too short for me either. Yeah. So let's see. We'll go back to why we missed last week. So last week, Thursday, the night that we would normally record, we were on an airplane. Um, we got news Thursday morning that um, my kid's stepmom had passed away. So uh, they were staying with them. So we had to, you know, obviously fly out and go pick them up. Um and in the meantime, we were supposed to be having blood work done Sunday and Monday at the clinic. We didn't know how long we were going to be gone for, so we ended up having it switched over to Quest so that we could do it anywhere. Um, so Saturday, we um, were at the hotel before we went and got our blood work done, and we did a pregnant pee on pregnancy test or whatever. And like, to be honest, I had kind of been telling Brian for like the two days prior, like, I just don't feel pregnant. But, but when we started this, this transfer time, you got really sick the first. Yeah. Like, not like, not like Rona sick, but like, you know. Yeah, no, I was like, I felt really nauseous for like, a day and a half or two days, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so we all thought that was a good sign. We did. Um, and I was feeling really positive in the beginning. Like, everything went well. You know, everything felt good and normal and, and, and. Um, but then, like, Tuesday... Monday or Tuesday, I started, like, getting bad juju. Yeah. Like, I don't think this worked. And then, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, I started having, like, a little bit of period cramps. And I was like, fuck. I was like, this happened last time. And last time I tried to convince myself it was something else. This time I was trying to convince myself it was something else. But at the same time, I think, I think deep down I had known. Before we tested. Um, anyways, we took a P test Saturday morning. It was negative. Two of them. We did take two. We mm -hmm. took a digital one because Brian joshed on me last time about my jank pregnancy tests. <laughs> the, 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 what, the 10 for five bucks or whatever? Um, I think I got 50 for seven dollars or something. <laughs> or 25 for seven dollars. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> so we took both of those, they were negative. There was still a little bit of, like, well, let's not, like, hang up our hat on it because we're day eight, like... Well, and, too, and I'm not sure, obviously, you researched and saw that it was supposed to work, but you wanted... We wanted to do it together, and I was still sleeping when you had to pee the first time in the morning. Yeah. So you saved it mm -hmm. in, in a cup, which I was like, I didn't know you could do that, but apparently... Yeah. You could. So, well, and so the only reason I was thinking before I even Googled it, that it said it was fine that you could do that. I think it was within like 
four hours without it being refrigerated or something like that. In veterinary medicine, you know, we take a pee sample, we let it sit out, sometimes we spin it down, then we refrigerate it, and it stays refrigerated for 24 to 48 hours while it goes to the lab or whatever. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think it's 24 hours. But anyways, not the point. Um, So anyways, um, those two tests were negative. We went and did our blood work, any hoodles, um, obviously. At a Walmart, I had a quest inside of it, which that was a whole different... uh like ball game. It was weird, but it was kind of cool. I mean, it worked. They were no, fast. It worked. But long story short is I thought Nicole, we were like running late for a blood appointment or whatever, or like right on time. And we pull into this Walmart parking lot and I'm like, what? We don't have time to go to Walmart, dude. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. There was a little bit of a communication <coughs> error. Like I thought I had told him that it was in Walmart and that's why, I, cause I told him, I was like, I also want to go to Walmart and try and find X, Y, Z. And he was like, okay, cool. And in my mind, I said, while we're at Walmart, because that's where my test is, we need to do X, Y, Z. And so when we pulled into Walmart, he's like, well, where's the quest? I was like, in Walmart. And he's like, oh, my God. I was like, why the fuck are we at Walmart? <laughs> or he was like, so anyways, so I did the blood work Saturday. Then I got an email Sunday from uh the IVF clinic and was like hey did you go do your beta yesterday like we didn't get any results and I was like yep I went and did it yesterday and they were like okay cool then Monday I got an email from Quest that said this is your results not pregnant but then Monday I had to go take another beta so I went and did it even though I had the results I went and did that and then Leslie called me Tuesday and was like hey we ended up never getting your beta one results but your beta two was negative. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. It's like, you know, it's fine. Um, so our next appointment is January 31st. And she was like, do you want me to put you on a wait list? Like if something opens up sooner? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, I'm good. And then afterwards she emailed me and she was like, oh, by the way, like your water sonogram has expired. Like we need to get another one done before we proceed with your next cycle. Like you can come in for this cycle or your next cycle for your period, you need to come in on like day five or something like that. And I was like, yeah, we're not going to schedule anything right now. Like we need to, um, you know, just kind of regroup and, and see what's up. Figure out life for a little bit. So on that note, that triggered my brain of like, oh my God, like all those tests that we did, you wouldn't have to go redo your STD testing and all that stuff because your part's already done. Right. Like you don't I have would to think do. so. I mean, I don't know. But for me, I would probably have to go get all of those testings done again because it's been a year. And I know a lot of times that they expire after years. So it's just it's like a lot to think about. And then also the doctor had mentioned that he wants to do a punch biopsy of my uterus to see if there is any infection. It's just a lot um, that would need to be done. It's not like just going into another cycle. Like, there's a lot that has to be done for this one, kind of like in the beginning. And not, obviously, the most expensive part's already done, the egg retrieval, but it's still going to involve some significant costs to Mm -hmm. do um, what needs to be done. Yeah. Like, honestly, this cycle, so a normal cycle for us costs about 5500 bucks, And I would say this one would be close to double that cost with everything that needs to be done. 
And so it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about financially. We, after the first transfer, kind of were like, dude, I don't know if we can do this again. And then we kind of agreed like, okay, let's do one more. And then, you know, it's, it's just, it's kind of like, I have mixed feelings because I have the feeling of like, how many times am I going to get punched in the gut before I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like I'm done. Um, and then I also have that where I watched someone who just got pregnant on her seventh transfer, but I don't know their financial situation. Mm. I don't know their mental capabilities versus ours, you know, and it's like, or their current kid situation. Yeah, exactly. So like, there's just a lot of factors that come into it. I know their kid situation cause I can physically see it, but oh. you know, <laughs> Oh, well, I didn't know that. I've never seen them. No, I know. I'm just saying that, like, everyone's journey is different. Um, Ours feels a lot like the end of ours, but I can't say for certain, and I don't think you can say for certain. No, but we definitely need to, you know, maybe not, not... Not nix it, but put it on the back burner for a little bit and see what we got going on. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. There's just... There's a lot of factors involved. Um, with that being said, um, I think that we can both agree that the podcast is also going to take a back burner. Uh, because it is an IVF podcast, and currently we're putting a pause on IVF. Mm-hmm. And that pause could be two months that pause could be a year or that pause could be indefinitely and so I think coming here every week and talking about IVF I think is not not healthy for any of us yeah for either of us because I think that one of the things that that if we have decided that this is the end the thing that we have to come to terms with is that we will never have a child together. And that's something that we have to really come to terms with and really be okay with before we can fully close that door. You know, um, I was talking to my <coughs> excuse me friend um, who didn't go through IVF but has gone through years of infertility. And she's five years out from, quote unquote, deciding that they were, quote unquote, giving up. You know, they couldn't financially do IVF. It wasn't... Um, feasible so it's been you know five years of them deciding like okay well there's nothing else that we can do like we're we're giving up on the fact of having child she said she's still not okay with it she still hasn't coped with that she still hasn't been able to accept that you know what I mean and so and she has other children as well um and so it's just kind of like we have to you know really go through all of that and go through that grieving process of you know, are we okay with, with quote unquote giving up? Do we feel like we did everything that we could, you know, what is the financial impact on us if we move forward or if we don't, or, 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 or there's just, there's just so many things. And I think it's a very difficult thing to just clap your hands, get the dust off and say, yep, I'm done Mm. and walk away. You know, Mm -hmm. I think it gets, you know, we're only a week out, but I think it does get easier as the days go 
kind of accepting, okay, that this didn't work. And then it's, you know, it's just, it's hard to, to know where to go from here. Well, and it's, it's hard too, cause you have so much, not, not just financially, but you have so much emotionally and time wise and all that, you mm -hmm. know, because I, dude, I, I don't even know. You've probably spent a cumulative of three weeks at the, at the doctor. Mm-hmm. At, and with, including my driving yes <laughs> yeah so i mean and that's gotta be that's something to say too you know i mean that's mm -hmm. something to take into consideration yeah it's just it sucks dude it's just it's not good but yep but it's christmas eve yep and we're not at our family's house nope why are we not at our family's house because daddy b screwed it up again Oh, come on. You didn't purposely screw it up. And to be fair, <laughs> the kid gave it to you. Yeah, that's true. So one of our snot monkeys was so gracious to um, pass on the Rona. So we don't have uh, scientific proof that the kid had COVID because we never tested him. Yeah. But like when we picked him up, he was kind of doing coffee sneezy thing. Well, when we got on the airplane, he was like down and out, dude, like all of and, a sudden. And so this kid, this kid, okay. He, he is the one that really just don't give a fuck. Okay? Yeah. Like he's usually just like, okay, I'm sick, but just tearing, still yeah. freaking tearing shit up. He you was know? puny. He was down for the freaking count, dude. Yeah. And, and then he blew groceries on the plane. He blew groceries on the way home. Which I'm not a hundred percent convinced has to do with his sickness versus yeah. his, he takes a medication that causes dizziness. So I'm not a hundred percent convinced that it wasn't motion because he never vomited when we weren't in motion yeah so it's that's up in the air either, but anyway either way i'm sure it wasn't helping the game no and i think and and i think you and you know how you are when you cough and yeah. then you sometimes throw up from mm -hmm. coughing too mm -hmm. um but yeah this 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 clown over here i think spread the spread the christmas joy yeah because now daddy b's got covid and his parents are elderly and his dad's not in great health and then his grandma and so we canceled going over there uh so we're gonna just do christmas eve here and then do christmas morning tomorrow obviously and then next weekend we're gonna do the family thing so um i was thankful that we were able to get the kids home before the little one got super duper sick i mean we had no idea when we got on the plane like he seemed, he seemed normal fine, he yeah. seemed fine until we got on the plane he did not do well and i don't know if it was like i said the motion the recycled air the warmth of the plane i don't know what it was but he just didn't do great but i'm glad we were able to get him home everybody else is better except eddie b Which i had like a day of of not feeling great and then i pretty much just had a sore throat for uh, a few days yeah but i've also had my booster mm -hmm. cheese i'm getting my booster right now <laughs> i don't know if that's how that works i think that is exactly how it works oh um speaking of boosters though if we are going to go to mexico we no. have to i think have some shit done no so we need to look into that and then they said something about doing a COVID test too Either before you get on the plane or when you get to Mexico. Great. So, like, what happens if we get to Mexico and we have COVID? Like, are we just freaking mm -hmm. 
quarantined in our room? Mm -hmm. They gonna bring us food? No. Probably they have not. to. I don't know. They gotta feed us. I don't know. It's an all inclusive. Well, I'm just saying we're not going if we're like we'll take it on the free. We'll take it before we get on the plane. Yeah, but then what if we got there and then tested? There could be a difference in eight hours. I'm positive. I don't know. I'm just saying it would. Honestly, I wouldn't hate being trapped in a hotel room though. Really? In my bed? I love beds. Really? I love beds. Really? Okay, anyways, that's months down the line. And we're not even 100% sure if we're still going or what we're doing. So. Yeah. Anyways, that's our update. It's not much. We didn't want to leave you guys hanging. Um, we just had a shit ton of life going on right now. Um, but I knew that I wanted to pop in here and fill you guys in. So we have now done that. And we are going to say goodbye for now. Mm -hmm. And we'll touch base another time. But thank you so much for uh, following along with our journey for the past year. And um, yeah, I think that's all I got, babe. Anything else from you? I don't think so. All right. Well, thanks for listening to our podcast. So now you want a baby. I'm Nicole. I'm Brian. I'm out of beer. He didn't have a beer. It's 11 a.m. That doesn't mean I didn't have a beer. He didn't have a beer. Bye.